Good evening, everyone. Uh, the, our first reading, um, we're told by God, uh, or the, Solomon was told by God, ask and I will give you what it is that you want. And um, he rightly asked uh, properly uh, whether he would, in the end, use those gifts that God gave him. Um, I knew this reading was coming up in um, your pastor, uh, went to a gas station and bought a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> to which I said, Lord, let me win the lottery. <laughs> no, the woman working behind the counter was looking at me, and I didn't understand why she was looking at me. Like, uh, and, and she handed me the ticket. First of all, I, I had to ask her, well, how do I do this? <laughs> But she was looking at me, and she said, um, uh, good luck. And I said, uh, and when I got back into the car, I looked in the rearview mirror, and I had my collar on. <laughs> so she's probably like, hmm. Well, $4. So I have to be more detailed with God when I ask. Uh, like, I want him a $4. Oh, I know. I laughed also. Uh, I thought, well, there we go. So my friends, the second reading, um, Paul uh, speaks uh, that uh, God can turn anything, even if it seems bad to us, into a spiritual advantage for us. He makes a statement about those who are predestined. Tomorrow I will likely talk in my homily about St. Paul and what he means by that word, because we understand predestination differently, and it is mistaken. Uh, when many people read that and they think this, but it's something different. And the parables that are offered today, uh, the treasure and the pearl, are the same lesson about the kingdom of heaven and uh, how to acquire it and what needs to be done. Uh, the, the final parable, um, on the one hand, has the same lesson as the wheat in the weeds that we heard from last week. Uh, um, but uh, I think in, when they paired it with these parables, it takes on uh, a new message. And um, friends, the elements of the parables presented today include things like diligent effort, uh, sudden discovery of something that is not of our own doing, uh, joy, it talks about joy a lot, and it also talks about the need to make a decision in order to secure the treasure that the person has uh, found and then would become the legitimate owner of it because they found it. And uh, my friends, normally the parables of the kingdom are about God, not about human beings. But these, these two parables are not about God. They're about people. So it's a little bit different. However, uh, perhaps the implicit point about God is the manner in which God hides treasures amid familiar surroundings uh, for his children to discover and make their own. God works below the surface. You get the pun? Below the surface? Hidden treasure? Of the, never mind. I'll have to work on that. <laughs> well, God works below the surface on everything we do and invites us to find his fingerprints in the secret efforts that he's about doing. If the parables are in some fashion about God, it is 
about him being at work. And these parables insist um, that God has priorities. And I'm going to put forward to you that God expects us to make his priorities our own as well. As it is, you know and understand that there are some things that are more valuable than others. And the parables are putting forth that a disciple of Jesus Christ knows these differences because the, uh, the, the action of the person in the parables is applauded. This is Matthew's message, I think, in the gospel today. The kingdom of heaven can be found, but it can only be found with great effort and with great discernment. He puts forth these parables like a treasure in a field. When you uh, know uh, it is in the field, you do what's necessary. In the case of Jesus' time, you buy that land. But you must also dig through mounds of dirt to find it. He likens something to a pearl. And I find it interesting, uh, the, the semi-precious stone pearl is not native to Palestine, Palestinian. It's, not, it's unusual to them that when the translation came, they used pearls, odd to me. But okay, uh, here it is. Uh, so I had to look up and see what do they, what do they call it? <laughs> they call it margaritas. <laughs> and I'm like, margaritas? <laughs> But it's like a, this pearl, it was semi-precious. We call it semi-precious, but to them it would have been precious even more because it was very unusual to see such a gem. So it comes at a great price and is worth more than anything else uh, next to it. But it must be harvested with care and patience is what the parable is putting forth. The final one, he talks about a haul of fish that is so valuable that it's worth tearing the nets over, meaning to risk it, risk tearing and destroying your nets in order to have this, even if the catch contains good and bad things, the discernment. And uh, I think uh, this third parable, uh, which is likened to, by scholars, likened to the wheat and the weeds, I think it's just a little bit different uh, in that finding the kingdom of heaven, um, looking at this third parable, sometimes the journey is messy. It might mean that you'll have to give up your dreams, perhaps, in order to follow that path. It might involve digging, digging up the field and getting your hands dirty, <laughs> and it will mean going through stinky fish. If you and I are seeking the kingdom of heaven, it means there is something on our part we must do and that it may be challenging at times and seem almost unbearable is what the parables are can be telling us. But nevertheless, the truth of the parable is, is it is worth it. Whatever the cost, it is worth it. And Jesus is speaking about, if you will, a relationship with him and his father. Ultimately, that is the treasure. With that comes eternal life. There's the carrot dangling. We must turn our vision to discern what is of God and what is not of God. 
my brothers and sisters. And I think this is uh, where uh, things get mucky and difficult for a great many of us. And that requires prayer. It requires a community to help us, a Christian community. It requires the sacraments of the church. Each one of you will have to decide what is the most important thing and then go for it. Go with gusto. Go with courage. Be brave about it. I hope you will choose that relationship with Christ and his Father and therefore have eternal life.